Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Going to look at body count from Image Comics, Kevin Eastman and Simon Bisley from 1994. Before we dive into this, I want to invite all of you watching to like, follow, and subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Hit that bell icon next to the subscribe button. You'll be notified when we post new videos. It'll give you a leg up on the kayfabe effect. Kayfabe effect, of course, we show off a book like Body Count. You decide you need it in your collection, and so does everybody else. They can get hard to find. Prices can go up. So if you have that notification turned on, you'll be the first one looking for Body Count at your local comic shop, at Amazon, at eBay, wherever you try to track this down. It'll give you a little bit of a head start. And also, let these videos play through to the end. What that does is YouTube then shares our videos with other comics fans, uh, people who haven't found Cartoonist Kayfabe yet, and that is how we grow Cartoonist Kayfabe, and we appreciate your help and support on that. Thank you very much. So, Ed, everybody knows I'm a big Simon Bisley fan. I was super excited whenever this was coming out in the early 90s. You know, following Lobo, man, whatever Simon Bisley was going to put his name on, I was going to track down. And uh, this is coming out from Image Comics when Eric Larson is the publisher in the early 90s. I was all over this. I was very excited for it. It started out as a uh, Mirage book. I think one issue was published, and I can't remember if it was Casey Jones and Raphael or Raphael and Casey Jones, but I think they had some some issue, like water damage or something. Something delayed it, and it ends up showing up at Image Comics, where Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles published a second volume around this time. So Eric Larson may be lobbying those guys to uh, bring the Turtles to Image, and they did. Yes, Body Count is a provocative title for the 1990s. How great is that cover? So good, man. Because of uh, the contra controversy of the um, Ice-T band Body Count and their song Cop Killer. Like, you couldn't escape it first for a long time there. So, like, that's the first thing I think about when I think of that word, Body Count. Yeah, I, I think provocative is certainly what they're going for. You know, this is a super violent comic. Our main bad guy is Johnny Woo Woo. That's the other piece that's here is uh, this is a Hong Kong action film by Kevin Eastman in terms of layout and, and story. And then it's just busily putting the uh, finishing touches on top of it. Eastman is a big nerd, you know, and he wears his nerdiness on his sleeve and his nerdiness is butch nerdiness, you know, and everybody was up on the John Woo joints. It's like we all discovered them at the same time, like in that post like Tarantino world. He did he introduce John? Like I don't I don't know how the introductions were made because I was a little kid and obviously everybody else it trickles down to the little kids you know what I'm saying, but that name was on my radar like after, you know, yeah it's around this time and all that kind the of hard boils and stuff yeah I'm sure it was Tarantino was certainly talking about that stuff I think with DVD cells it was like we were kind of able to start getting things like uh, Hong Kong action movies here in the States, maybe with like Suncoast and some of these video right. stores that, that you could track down some of these yeah, I would get my, uh, better my, DVDs. My Wu-Tang flicks. And, you know, not a lot of story. Like, we'll be glossing through it. This is definitely a Simon Bisley, uh, you know, fight comic kind of thing, action comic. So <laughs> that's the stuff to pay attention to as we go through. I've read this several times, and it's pretty confusing. Yeah, There's a sure. Hong Kong crime connection. Um, this is Midnight, one of the main characters. Yeah, that's and, not April O'Neil. <laughs> of course, uh, Casey Jones going to fall for her. And that's really how the, the tur how Raphael and Casey Jones get involved in this mess. How about these textures right here with, with the drapery? Like, you've <laughs> never seen anything like it. No, definitely not. And, and uh, I feel like, you know, this could be just like 
biz he's a british dude uk they don't have guns like we do here man but there's a lot of rectangles shooting bullets just squares man. just squares <laughs> <laughs> like rectangles in the shape of uzis there are and man there's like mafia fbi and then like the hitman's armies just body counts the right title for this yeah for sure i thought it'd be a fun gimmick to uh to, to count how many people die and like I lose track very early on. Many of these goons have similar similar qualities to one another. So uh, hard to keep track of the body count throughout this thing. But here's our big heavy bad guy, the, the Johnny Woo Woo I mentioned earlier. And, you know, it's Bisley just draws with an attitude that really nobody else brings. Even yeah. the Bisley knockoffs don't bring the attitude part that he has in his drawing. This is one I'd be curious to see Kevin Eastman's layouts for also because, like, some interesting panel layouts, uh, you know, as, as we go through here, you'll see these things of a lot of panels on some of these pages and a lot of back and forth in, in terms of that violence. Yeah, it feels, it feels like him, you know, and and, it, it, and a lot of this stuff, it looks like Bisley, like, abides by the general composition of his figures. He's up there. Yeah, yeah, and then and then adds just the, the inside details. I'm so delighted by Bisley doing a turtle. Oh, yeah. It's so outrageous. We're going to see him in jeans later in this oh, series. And, and several... Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Several pieces of disguise. Look, you've never seen cooler size. No, man. Those things look punishing. That is not <laughs> Electra using those. Veiny muscles everywhere. It's just ridiculous, man. It's so over the top. And, like, whenever I hear Bisley's doing a Turtles comic, like, this is what I want. It's delivering exactly what I'm looking for. And these are some of those layouts I'm talking about. I mean, we've seen a lot of Kevin Eastman layouts. I bet you this is pretty close to his layouts. Absolutely. Yeah, like he, he would get into these like super tiny panels, getting a lot of uh, choreography on the page, a lot of landscape, skinny landscape panels. Like it, it, Yeah, it's a Kevin Eastman comic for sure. And I mean, again, just that veiny musculature, half in shadows, looking menacing. It's, it's really cool. Uh, interpretation of these turtles not that far out of line of like the original black and white violent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles it's a different style but it's that kind of attitude yeah in a way like like I'm I'm, I'm going back and reading that stuff like I, I'm reading that first big phone book where it's like almost a complete Eastman lyrics Bone yeah. published at this time this is this is when things are just tough yeah uh, in terms of, of uh, 1996 on sell date so I was thinking I said 94 but I guess look, it's at, look at that on the back there dude. Jim Lee's TMNT <laughs> Yes. Uh, if you want a contrast of the attitude I'm talking about, here's Raphael, Jim Lee style. There's your uh, your Bisley, Raphael. It's it's ridiculous. Like like Mirage was dwindling down. Maybe City at War is done. You know, maybe maybe Mirage is no longer putting out turtle comics. Love these painted covers too on all of these mm -hmm. things. It's it's a nice art package. From, uh, from from Bisley throughout this series. And Steve Levine on your Letters and Colors, which was a longtime Mirage guy. It's kind of neat to see him showing up and, you know, early digital color possibly for him. You know what the, like, uh, what I was getting at was uh, Eastman and Laird really is, like, you know, greater than the sum of the parts kind That's of stuff. amazing face. So, like, when Eastman's left alone to his devices, there is a tone. And same with Peter Laird. Like, like whatever they brought together really is the magic yeah because this does not have the magic like if this if body count was the first thing that was done in 1984 there would be no phenomenon <laughs> i think you're right there would be no phenomenon at all and, and here's your turtle in disguise like yeah like, Wearing pants. like like this comic is a trifle it's a trifle 
it's just a jerk off like here's the thing like bisley is attractive he has patrons man and kevin eastman is one of his biggest patrons glenn danzig is one of his biggest patrons. eric larson sings his praises in the letters column larson is the guy answering letters and and talking about bisley's uh you know his drawing ability last time i was at meltdown comics in la shouts to gaston out there he told me the story where he introduced kanye west to bisley and whenever kanye is like on tour in the uk like he brings the whole tour bus to uh to Simon Bisley's crib and just hangs out with him while he's drawing. Man, I want to go to Simon Bisley's <laughs> crib and hang he, out. You know, he, like, Gaston really did say his castle. And, and like, I don't know exactly what that means, but if your patrons are Kevin Eastman and Glenn Danzig, like, you're getting good money for album covers and stuff. Turtles in disguise. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he's so squat and tiny. <laughs> it's strange. But now we're, we're hooking up with, like, local gangsters. So you just have, like, armies of dudes with guns in this book. That's kind of the uh, the premise here. Again, trying, I, I think, uh, homage to some of those Hong Kong action movies is, is pretty obvious. Metal hands on your uh, Johnny Woo Woo hitman. And the Turtles image, uh, number one issue here. And Eric Larson handling, like, the editorial of this stuff. It's amazing, like, seeing these ads. It kind of brings it all back. This is a book that I bought back, you know, when it was published. This is not one that I come to um, recently right. or pull out of dollar bins. This is one that at the time I was super into. Same with Larson stuff. You know, the Larson universe at that time period was probably some of my favorite That's what reads. this is, man. It's a highbrow book. And I love how his, his sketch, it's almost like, uh, mm -hmm. like the legend uh, Easter Island head. It really is. <laughs> but a, a dead ringer for him. It it's really a good is. Yeah, yeah, it's him. good. This page, by the way, I think is repeated from issue two. You know, our last page of our book, first page of our book. Continue next issue. Everybody's just bleeding all the time. You know what that might be indicative of? In the uh, corner box, like, let's look at the dates and see if, like, issue three comes out, like, way later than issue two. What's it say, March? May. April, May. Issue one it was a February date. Not bad. No. Not bad. They're all, they're all. Yeah. Okay. I'm just Check curious. your year, too. April and May 1996. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't, Could have a pit number two. <laughs> can't take that for granted. It's such a ridiculous version of the Turtles. Yeah. And there's your, there's your uh, tight jeans. <laughs> Yeesh. That's... That's amazing. That's the uh, the shell is completely out of those jeans. <laughs> I like the way he draws the shell, particularly in profile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, we'll get a couple of shots of those going forward. And you know, your badass rolling in with the guns, face in shadow. I mean, this is this is also image one hundred and one. Yeah. You know, it's filtered through a guy who's coming out of like two thousand A.D. sensibilities, so taking the piss out of it, but also like leaning into those kinds of. Uh, I don't even know what kind of tropes those are. It's, I guess, tough guy, but they're the silliest of tough guys. <laughs> Just proving my point, you know. Turn page, see all of the, uh, the the mafia leaders and the extras. Jason walking around in this little restaurant, and Raphael totally undercover, blending right in. Yeah, like like you get. I get the sense that the penciling that's done, like maybe it's just ink right over the layout. I betcha. 
I, I, yeah, that, that would make total sense to me. By the way, they're coming to Pittsburgh for this big showdown, the big shootout that we're going to see here at this church. We're in Pittsburgh. As, as a resident You recognize this uh, this church, right, Ed? Yeah, it's in Polish Hill. We're not far from Copacetic, man. I, you know that one. <laughs> but... Uh, Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comics that Ed Piscor and I make. So here's a rundown of what is available. Hulk, Grand Design, Monster, and Madness, a retelling of the 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk, is available in comic shops everywhere right now, including some very cool variant covers by Peach Momoko, Jeff Darrow, Ed McGinnis, Marcos Martin, and cartoonist Kayfabe's own Ed Piscor, in addition to my covers. You can also find The Deadly Scroll Live, Street Angel, and a variety of oversized hardcovers from Image Comics, Homeless Ninja on a Skateboard, and The Plain Janes, the first young adult graphic novels published here in the United States about a bunch of high school artists that get in trouble around their town doing public art. From Ed Piscor, Red Room, the antisocial network collecting the first series of uh, Red Room comics, Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit, Trigger Warnings, Red Room's second season now in stores, two or three issues available already, and uh, a fourth one on the way coming soon. Banned in uh, 20 two countries and 10 comic book shops, but those shops will still order these comics. You just may have to ask for them by name. They may come uh, out from under the counter whenever you ask for those wrapped in a brown paper bag. He's also the originator of the Grand Design series. There are three oversized, beautiful volumes of X-Men Grand Design currently available wherever books and comics are bought and sold, as well as Hip Hop Family Tree, four oversized volumes of this hip hop history and available in deluxe box sets, very nice box sets, and WYSIWYG, A History of Computer Hacking, available wherever books and comics are sold. And now back to our regular scheduled programming. They do leave off that H, man, so it's really Pittsburgh, Kansas, Ex except for when they show the highway sign, and it's correct with each East Stroudsburg, which is extremely far away. There would never be, like, a East Stroudsburg and then Pittsburgh sign. Yeah, there's a there's a scene at the end when they're, like, hitchhiking back to New York, and it's, like, 83 miles or something. It's like, where are they at? <laughs> they're, like, they're in Amish country or somewhere. Yeah, Lancaster. Get yourself a Dutch apple pie on your way back to New York. How about that for grizz little grizzly evisceration. kind of stuff? Yeah, people stuck in the windshields, guts ripped out, arms ripped off. It kind of makes me curious, like how this was received back in the day. This reminds me of um, Keith Giffen Trencher, Trencher no doubt. style. Like uh, a lot of the line work in here, like. Um, I see what Keith Giffen saw when he was doing Trencher stuff and trying to like almost parody Bisley or whatever. So badass, man. Yeah, this is the stuff. Like what I want this series for are these kind of money shots. Like anytime you see these guys being super badass, I am on board. That American flag mask is really good. Like that's a, that's a, a special motif. It's a good touch. Yeah, definitely. I like this idea of 99 cent issues for the for these uh, image books. Try to get people on board. Mm -hmm. Nickel bags. <laughs> two for fives, two for fives. And then this is a classic, classic cover. I think this has been made into a poster. Because I, I feel like I've seen that image in different places. It's a little bit dark on this cover, but that's a pretty classic version of a turtle. And here we are, the big payoff. Everybody is converging on this one spot. <laughs> Bisley gun. Of course, you have uh, teeth and eyes drawn on that thing. Yeah, the idea of a turtle using a gun, man something special about about that like this is like the turtle comics th that that 
like kids would tell me about like you got to see the like the cartoon is one thing but you got to read the comics because the turtles have sex and, and and you know they're decapitating people and that never happens there's your turtle uh silhouette or, or side view of the turtle shell a little bit there but johnny is now using this guy as a shield hand through the guy's chest wound shooting out the other side yeah, it's incredible <laughs> any of these turtle close-ups you know casey gets gets shot so that's what we're seeing here Raphael just mourning his buddy man shot shot in the chest no no less and here's midnight that's or a, fact two that, that is a classic bisley costume <laughs> right there yeah, see any 90s heavy metal magazine for more. Rest in peace, Julie Strain. I'm not even sure like who this guy is in terms of the story. And like I said, read it a couple of times yeah. to try to sort out some of the threads. Yeah, I don't think Biz knows either. You need a better narr narrator or reader than me to uh, tell you the pieces of what's actually going on. There are dudes who show up that I think are like Kevin Eastman's. Yeah, there was one, I think, in issue two that, that I was going to call out that looked, looked like <laughs> Kevin Eastman. And now we're going to get a knife fight. And they refer to each other as brother and sister, so I think this was a hitman team at one point. But, of course, fighting to the death, because why not? Fighting to the death and trying to explain during the fight, during the Stanley-esque dialogue what the plot is. But, again, this is what I pay for for a Bisley comic, is just muscled madmen going at it violently. And Raphael emoting. <laughs> Olin Mills. <laughs> Hashtag Olin Mills photo. Yeah, it's a great, great, great moment. It's kind of cool how it comes across the page. Kevin Eastman layout flourish that makes a lot of sense and reads well. And Steve Levine, good job on the colors there to, to make that pop as a separate scene. And of course, Casey's all right. But uh, repeating this, like, really going heavy on the church motif. You know, we've seen quite a few of these. P Pietas, is that the... Uh, Holding our uh, holding our Jesus there in our arms, seen a few of those. I didn't have that much Sunday school. I was I was reading Marvel cards in Sunday school, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I would sneak them and just read about the battle between Thing and Hulk. That's a Bisley flourish. Yes. What the heck? Put that. Put. Yeah. That also. Yeah, this whole page to me feels feebles. like um, feels like Deadline magazine. Jamie Hewlett. There's a lot. 2000 here. AD. There's a lot of those sensibilities yeah. that could play here. And then, like, I like this kind of stuff that just feels like the cartoony, you know, like, those figures are so cartoony. They feel like margin doodles on those. Right. That was the stuff, you know, we say it a lot, like, some of these artists from, from that 90s era, from our childhood, where it's like, you feel like you could do some of that. You know, like, this feels so off-model that it's like, oh, yeah, I can, I can work in my sketchbook and kind of come up with some of this stuff. And here we go, 85 miles from New York City in the Bronx. Where, what city are you in? Where is this? <laughs> yeah, the the uh, the geography doesn't totally add up, but uh, I'm not going to complain too much about that. He ain't from around here. That's right. And you get all your Eric Larson uh, ads. Distant soil, body bags. Yeah. The, uh, Jason Pearson, who had done the Savage Dragon. Was it Blood and Guts? Yeah, see the video. Yeah, we, we cover that. So pretty interesting uh, artist, too, at this time working. And can't can't escape those figures, man. Around the time of the Savage Dragon cartoon, I, I believe. Make, it, it makes you really love the um, McFarlane toys. Because yes. like, McFarlane toys made other action figures just feel obsolete, real weak, and retro. Yeah, and the shame of it is, like, the McFarlane toys have been out for a bit at this point. So, like, 
you're comparing against those. It's not like, oh, we're all going to start a toy company. It was like, no, McFarlane, he, he beat you at that. Yeah. As soon as you see this ad, you realize he won that one. Yes, for sure, man. Great spread. Uh, we've been meaning to look at this for a long time. Glad we could check this one off the list, man, for 2022, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm excited by it. Like I say, a Bisley fan. And, you know, going through it makes me think, like, Trencher might be a uh, future dream comic for me to cover on here. I see that pop up now and then in comments, and that's a, another one of those kind of from this era, about those, this time. So. Those vids will do great. I mean, I think that's a 1992, or I think it's earlier. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I remember getting it in my little 10, ten for a dollar uh, <laughs> bags of Billy Waltz, man. That's another one that I think is drawn straight to ink. Not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do those, like those, those satellite books. 1992 93 books uh tribe i think i think like how many copies of that are out there like that's true people people are gonna be curious what we have to say about that inside front cover of tribe <laughs> good to go i am kfabers like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell we'll notify you when new vids are available what's out there jimmy hulk grand design monster and hulk grand design madness are in comic shops now uh, perfect for the longtime Hulk reader or a brand new comics fan coming to the Hulk because it retells his 60-year history through uh, through my eyes and hands. And also uh, join me on patreon.com slash jimrug. Red Room Trigger Warnings, issue one, two, and potentially three are on the shelves right now as we speak. Murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the name of the game in Red Room Comics. Banned in 26 countries, banned in 10 comic shops, but they'll be able to get you your comics if you ask politely, man. Know the secret knock, all that kind of thing. Uh, you can read these comics on my Patreon today. Uh, three bucks gets you the archive there. More than 200 pages of Red Room Comics on the Patreon as we speak. And uh, my link tree is where you can get two links to order, pre-order, and read the comics on the Patreon. What else do we have out there, Jimmy? Subscribe to the Cartoonist KFAB newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist KFAB t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video. That's another great way to support the Cartoonist KFAB channel. Jimmy, given those marching orders, we'll be on our way. Read more comics.